Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. This is Kruby's Request number seven. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hey, y'all. It's Seth here. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> I feel like I had to do the singing since Jess isn't with us this this time. Oh, that's true. So um, after discussing um, her 4-H camp a few episodes ago, it really ignited um, Jessica's love for not just camping, but um, 4-H. 4-H activities yeah. in general. Yeah. So she's not going to be here with us um, tonight. Moving forward for Kruby's request, it's just going to be Seth and I. Yeah, just the two of us. You know, when we started this whole thing, it was uh, kind of a unique time to start a podcast, I think. But I think a lot of other people did also, so maybe it wasn't that unique now that I think about it. How do you know a lot of other people started one? Um, I just feel like there was a bunch of them that popped up on yeah. iTunes. But not horror-related, of course. Or was there? Mm, there's some new ones of horror, too, yeah. But that's cool. I mean, but anyway, I think, uh, you know, things kind of came to a screeching halt. People had more free time than usual. And as we get society rolling back out, I think uh, people are going to have less and less free time. So, um yeah, Jessica's busy, so she can't come hang out with us as much. But hey, you know what? We're going to have just as good of a time. Yes. Maybe not as good of a time, but... Mm, a little bit less good. We'll try. We'll still have fun. We're probably going to lose all of our viewers. Viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? Listeners, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Probably. They're not watching us. Or if they are, that's mm. kind of creepy. They might be in the woods. Do you have a camera in here not telling us about? No. We're outside at this episode, though. So you might hear some critters. You might hear some um, bugs. You might hear some... some birds you might hear some bees probably not bees maybe some bats what about the birds and the bees there's like some people in the woods back here just could hear that hump dumping that'd be fun wouldn't it <laughs> the hump dump in the woods just, just like screaming from the woods like ah. no i don't think that'd be good at all <laughs> yuck all right well Again, this is a Kruby's Request episode, so this movie was picked not by one of us, but by a listener, Rainbird, on uh, Instagram. I don't know if he has a Twitter or not, but... I don't think he does. Instagram, at Rainbird. He selected Ghost Shark. Ooh, a nice sci-fi original, Seth. Which we originally thought was Ghost Shark. Yes. But, which, that could have been interesting. Well, you know, as I get drunk, I can't read my own handwriting, and then it's like, <laughs> does that say shark or shark? And... Thank God Jessica was here to correct me. She she put me in my place and She's let like, me know. Oh my God, no, it was Ghost Shark. Clearly, if it was Shart, it wouldn't have happened. As if. That's exactly how she said it, too. That's kind of how she sounds. Yeah. Nobody's going to tune in to listen to the porn voice since I don't think we do it justice. We could try. Hmm. Eh. Ghost Shark. So what the hell you been up to, dude? Uh, Obviously work, like I always say. Obvi. I am balls deep in the new Charmed. Ooh, is it good? It actually, it's pretty good. I never watched the original one. Hmm. And it's like, it's a reboot. I don't know if it's exactly the same. But it's like these three sisters that are witches. And... Wait, is it the same people? No. No, oh. no, no, no. It's all new people. Is this like a Netflix show? Yes. Yes. The original was a WB, I think. Charmed. Hmm. It was on for like. Did that have, like, the three ladies in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is Terry Thatcher in that? No. No, no, the other one. The other one. Um, Damn it. 
I don't know. I think I've seen it, or at least I've seen like a clip, maybe. It's, it's like older. These, yeah, but this is like the remake of it. Mm. So it's a new. Is it better? I've never seen the old one. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. Well, shit. Is it more risque? Kind of. It's more like, you know, they're. it's more today, like it's, you know, Latino women, and there's one mm-hmm. of them's a lesbian dating a cop. Oh, and of yeah. course. Of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's like three sisters that are witches, and it kind of goes from there. Hmm. Interesting. But is it, got, is I, it a show I would like? I think so. If you like like the order and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know. I got sucked into it. Especially being like almost Halloween time and fall. Like I like watching that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll check it out. Odds probably not uh, not good. But maybe. You will. Just maybe. We'll see. Abby would probably like it. There you go. We'll have to suggest it to her. Yeah. Hmm. I've, did I already tell you guys I finished Umbrella Academy season two? Did I already tell you that? Yes. Dude, great, great show. Um, I think I sent you a picture of it, but I got three movies in the mail this week. I got the um, box set for f- uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. How many movies is that? Eight, I think it Eight? says. Is that the full thing? Yeah, it includes Freddy versus Jason, which I already have. Uh, so if we ever do that movie, you can borrow the DVD so you don't have to buy it. That was the last one in the um, series? Yeah, well, if you don't count the remake, yeah, which that's not on here. Yeah, it's just the original Robert England ones. I definitely have not seen all those. Uh, I got It, both of the It um, movies. I got the box set for that. And then I got um, Gretel and Hansel, I think. Is that what that says? Yeah, Gretel and Hansel. I think I've actually seen that. Is that like a couple years old? Mm, I think it's newer, yeah. Yeah, I think my pa- my parents made me watch it, actually. Is it bad? I don't think it was. Really? It gives me a witchy, like a, the witch type vibe just from watching the preview. I don't remember it being bad, but. Okay. Well, I have no other option but to take your word on it. Yeah. What? I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. After Killer Condom. Killer Condom. Hmm. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into Truth No Dare. This is the the section where we do questions. Last episode, we had a ton of questions. Not so many this time. We kind of uh, blew the wad, I think, on the last one. Don't you think? Yeah, we answered, what, five, four or five questions? We answered a lot. Yeah. We answered quite a, a few. What a very personal, you know, questions. There were. They got a little too yeah. personal. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. As you know, I'm a very private person. Yeah. No? Maybe. Hmm. Mm. So I think we're not going to do a question on this one, right? No, we're going to, remember? Because what's today? It's Friday, and Seth was humming the TGI Friday tune. How's it go? Oh, shit. Now I'm like, I don't know now. Oh, put him on the spot, and he folds. Yeah. Going to have some fun, TGIF. I can't remember the beginning, though. Ah, it's Friday. Ooh. Is that it? No, it was not quite that. All right, so you questioned me. You said, what's your, what was your favorite TGI Friday show? And I, maybe it'll be different because I don't know if it ever changed. I'm sure it changed at some point. But for me, my um, TGI Friday was Family Matters. Yeah, I think that was on it for like the entire run of it. Boy Meets World. That was later. Yeah. Um, was Urkel on there or is it, that's Family that's Matters, family right? Matter, um, yeah. mm-hmm. Step by Step. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. And was there another one? I thought Full House was on it for a while. I think you're right. I liked Perfect Strangers, which is probably before your time. Ooh, I've never even heard of that. That was like late 80s, early 90s, but mm. Step by Step was probably my favorite. Step, step by step and day by day. Day by day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> 
<laughs> the people we know. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the words. Uh, clearly. And that was your so step by step. Second time. Oh around. shit! He's still going. How the roller coaster goes. Yeah. Hmm. Is it like a similar roller coaster scene to uh, Fear? <laughs> or wait, that was a <laughs> no. Never mind. Never mind. It's uh, not. No, there's no finger. So that. <laughs> And the step-by-step intro. So is that what you're going with? You're going with step-by-step? Step. Yeah, that's the one I remember the most from it. Okay. Um, hmm. Old Suzanne Summers. I wonder if you'd watch it now if it's, like, awful. I don't know. There's been a lot of old shows I'd watch. Oh, yeah, I love this show. And I'm like, hmm. Is it on Hulu? I don't know. I've never seen it pop up. Hmm. We're going to have to check it out. <gasps> Try it out. My favorite would be Boy Meets World. Yeah, I figured. That was always my favorite. I had a big crush on Topanga. Topanga. What was her name? Real name? Um, she, um, I don't remember. Like, if somebody said it, I would know it, but I can't remember her real name. Hmm. But she is B-E-A beautiful. Yeah, she had those big lips. Big old lips. Those big CSLs. What's a CSL? Cock sucking lips. I've never heard of that. I thought it was a DSL. <laughs> or that, dick sucking Like lips. a dick sucking lip. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. This is already getting off to a great God. start. Yeah, we had a nice walk down memory lane. It was. It was. It was a nice mm. walk. Mm. Stroll. Oh, Corey and Trump. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. He's probably dead. He came back for the uh, new one, Girl Meets World, but I think that's over now. I don't think it lasted very long. No. I feel like when they do those reboots, they never... They never pan out? No. They should do a horror version of Boy Meets World. How would that work? Um, Maybe we find out that Sean was never really there. He was actually a ghost the whole time. And it was Corey's friend who died and came back. And everybody later, they're like, man. Corey's been acting weird. He's like talking to himself and all this shit. And finally, at the end, Topanga confronts him. Could be. And that just sounds like a really bad version yeah. of <laughs> The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Sabrina was on it. I think that was the other one. Sorry, it just popped in my head when you said ghost. Mm, I still wouldn't pick Sabrina. I'd still go no. Boy Meets World. Yeah. Mm. All right. Anyway, for the discussion here. So, again, we are watching Ghost Shark. This is Kruby's request number seven. I still can't believe that seven people have requested... Uh, movies we have a lot more though we do the wheel is chock full we even have a couple we haven't put on yet because the wheel is full mm, and we had a couple we had to take off yeah um sorry t Faust. you've had two or three movies you have already had chosen enough yeah you're you're wearing out you're welcome so you can take a little break and then mm-hmm. and then what then he can resubmit a movie mm, yeah or <laughs> not i don't know actually i'm thinking that possibly moving forward, depending on you know uh, schedules and everything, but maybe whomever's movie we do, maybe they want to come on, or maybe they want to you know come on for a segment or something, kind of like what uh, a podcast on Elm Street did. That actually be kind of fun. Not sure how the logistics of all that would work. But. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. That's yeah. that's for us to figure out at a, at a later date, right? Yes, we could always do it remote. Again. Ooh, a little remote mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Rainbird picked this movie. Thank you again, Rainbird, for the suggestion. Uh, Seth, was this your first time ever watching this movie? Oh, yeah. Definitely my first time. Was it your last? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, my first time. 
Um, so this was um, a made-for-TV movie. It was a sci-fi original. Yeah. Um, and aired on the Sci-Fi Channel. It was a motherfucker to find. You say it was, but as soon as I searched it on YouTube, it was the first thing that popped up. Well, that's not like I don't <laughs> think like, oh, hey, I want to watch this movie. I'm going to go look it up on YouTube. Like who? I don't think to do that. If it doesn't pop up on Amazon or I'll do the Roku search and it usually finds it. But if yeah. YouTube will be my last resort. I really like that Roku search. It's really nice because it pulls up where it's at everywhere. And then if it's available like free. Yeah, I like it shows all the apps it's on. But yeah. So, no, I found it fine. I just typed it in YouTube, and there it was. Oh, I just had a depressing moment, Seth. Oh, shit. <sighs> Rewind. As always, we are joined by the Beer Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it is, I mean, it is crammed full of ice-cold Miller Lights. I forgot to introduce the Beer Bowl. But the reason I got um, a little depressed is generally, I don't know if you notice this or not, but usually when I get a Miller Light out of the Beer Bowl... I'll flip cold water on Jess's foot. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Mm, and she's not here, so I had to f- just flip it all over the... You could flip it on the chair. <sighs> it's just not the same. No. It's not the same. I can pretend to be her getting mad. Yeah, okay, here, let me flick some water on you, okay. and you pretend to be her. Hang on. Uh, Josh, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> what is your fucking problem? <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, Is that a good invitation? <laughs> <laughs> and then she spills Mountain Dew all down her nipple. Or, depending on what part of the country you're from, Nippel. <laughs> you want to do the synopsis for this? I forgot to do one last oh, time. Oh, so. shit. No, I, I you don't. want me to do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ghost Shark, sci-fi original. Uh the summary, I think we should start calling it a summary. What do you think? Because I feel like a synopsis is, isn't, are we doing too much for a synopsis? Didn't we look this up once? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. I like what we're doing. We're going to keep it. Yeah, I'll just keep going. Synopsis for the movie. There's some hillbilly fishermen. <laughs> They're out in a competition. <laughs> They're trying to catch a fish. The fish gets mutilated by a shark. These hillbillies say, hey, we're going to torture this shark. So they kind of torture this shark. The shark swims off and dies in a um, haunted uh, cave, and then all of a sudden, strange things start happening around town. People start getting eaten. They can't figure out what's going on. Oh, my God, Seth. There's a ghost shark on the loose. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, I I got some questions (laughs) about this motherfucker, but... There's some logistical things in this, yes, that um, are a little strange. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. But, dude, do you want you want to hop into this thing? Hop in. Let's All do right. it. Let me get her going here. Hang on. Oh. Whoa. Sorry. Is that your a, fingernail breaking off? Yeah, my fingernail broke off. That was a little <laughs> premature ejaculation. Hang on. Ooh, that can be fun. Nice. Ah. As always, nobody wants to hear you drink your beer. Fucking beer. Motherfucker. Mm. Anyway. Eat shit and live. (laughs) Sleepaway camp, huh? What do you think? Suck a turd. Here we go. All right. Scene one, opening scene. We hear water and a bell behind a black screen. A hillbilly man and woman are trying to reel in a fish. I to call them a hillbilly. <laughs> I mean, they are, but I didn't think you were actually going to call them that. They're kind of like, um, like biker hillbillies. Yeah, like yeah, they were hillbillies. Yeah, a hillbilly biker man 
and woman are trying to reel in a fish to win a big heck. Because she calls him Pa, doesn't she? Or pa? See what I said? A big heck. I told you my spell check was going to fuck this up. Heck. Yeah, it's supposed to be checked. To win a big check from the fishing competition. 30 grand. Is that what it was? Yeah. Some bitch. <gasps> There's another gentleman on top, the, on top of the boat on the top deck who is giving the fat man a bunch of shit and telling him to reel that fish in. He tells him, if I want any lip from you, I'll pull down your panties. He said that? Yep. How I the got fuck did I miss that? I got holy cow, we're off to a good start. <laughs> this is quality television, kids. We see the man struggling to reel in the fish. The fish the fish gets closer and the woman gets um gets the gaff, which I had no idea what a gaff yeah, was. I don't know. I, it was like a spear. It's basically yes, it's basically a yeah. spear. So I don't know if that's like what you hook the fish with to pull it up on the Isn't boat. Isn't that kind of cheating though? I feel like if you get the fish close enough and you can just stab it with this big like pole and pull it in. Yank you, it in. Yeah, it seems like kind of like cheating. I'm not a fisherman, so I don't know if that's what you do with these giant. Me neither. Maybe the line can't. I, I would know. literally rather slam my finger with a hammer than go fishing. Oh yeah, I'd rather drag a rusted rake across my face <laughs> than go fishing. Oh, my God. oh yeah? Well, I would rather <laughs> take a rusty nail and stick it inside of my penis then go fishing i would rather eat out a woman you win <laughs> <laughs> but yeah maybe that's just like normal i don't know uh, the gaff what to look at if, if there's anybody out there listening and you know what a gaff is um and you go you do fishing competitions why don't you let us know um is that cheating is it not cheating i kind of feel like it's cheating not fair for the fish yeah yeah we see the white of the fish through the water when all of a sudden the fish flies up on the deck and is ripped in half. The man is pissed and grabs a gun, shooting at the shark that ate his fish. The man on the upper deck jumps down yelling at the fat man who is called Bro Baker. So this fat biker, his name is Bro Baker. Bro Baker is shooting <laughs> at the shark when we see the shark swim under the boat and the boat starts to shake. Okay, first off, I don't think this shark was big enough to shake that boat. It actually didn't look very big when it was eating the fish. Yes. So I was kind of surprised. Throughout the movie, the shark appears at di in different sizes. He's not like yeah. the same size all the time. No. The man shoots the shark in the mouth with an arrow, and then he continues to pour hot sauce in the mouth of the shark. And what um, the fuck was that? I think they were trying to torture the shark, because he like, tells her to go get the hot sauce. I'm like, what the fuck does he want hot sauce for? Something like, I didn't know if that was a thing? I I mean, I would imagine okay. if I had a wound and you poured hot sauce in it, it would probably hurt, right? That just seems odd that you would keep that in your fishing, in your tackle box. Clearly, these people like, like to torture animals, I, I think, is what they're getting at. Well, then they get what they deserve. Well, then the girl goes back to the tackle box and pulls out a grenade. <laughs> That's and true. And throws <laughs> it in the, the shark's mouth. Like, these people, yeah. come on. All that over a freaking fish. Well, I guess just thirty thousand dollars. It wasn't just a fish, Seth. That little fish represented thirty thousand dollars for yeah. Bro Baker and his hillbilly daughter. Uh, by the way, that is his daughter. We find out. I guess I missed it at first, but well, she calls him Pop or Pappy. I have. I don't know what she. But I then she like jumps on his lap, so it's like okay, mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. well, it's a little. Mm -hmm. They're from West Virginia. I don't know. West Virginia. I can say that because I was mama. born there. So. Take me home <laughs> to the place I belong. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Take me home. Okay. 
Anyway, sorry about that. Woo, got intimate in here for a minute. Mm. We see the shark swimming away, and it sinks to the bottom of a cove. As it hits the floor of the ocean, lights start flickering, and we see some sort of symbols on the cave walls. We cut back to Bro Baker and his daughter on the boat. The woman is talking into a camera about whooping that shark's ass. When all of a sudden, we see a ghostly figure that looks like a shark fly across the boat and take the girl overboard. See, I thought it looked like a giant sperm. A like giant a, sperm? That's what I wrote down. <laughs> like, looks like a giant sperm question mark. Uh, Jumps through the air and grabs her. That's what I wrote. Dude, I might like this movie more if it was giant. Uh, Attack of the giant sperm. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> like uh, killer shit. condom. Bro Baker tries to grab her, but is pulled over and also eaten by the shark. We see mm-hmm. the shark swimming away in the water. The gentleman driving the boat looks down at a bucket of minnows, and the water begins to glow. The camera pans out to the floor of the boat as we hear the man scream and blood hits the side of the boat. See, now at this point, I thought it was the minnows that attacked him. Mm. I was like, is this like doing something to the fish? I mean, obviously later we find out. Mm-hmm. Ghost Shark. Title of the movie's Ghost Shark, Seth. I don't know about you, but... Right, but like we don't see anything, so I'm like, hmm. Okay, so I have a note here. Opening scene is pretty bad. Obviously, this is a sci-fi movie, so you have to keep that in mind. For a sci-fi, what, from 2013? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not terrible, but... It's not great. The part but it's where, not terrible. <laughs> the part where the shark attacks her... Yeah. Like, it flies across, so you think she's, like, in the water, but then she's not. She's just, like, hanging on the side. Oh, so she wasn't even in the water? See, I no, thought she was in the water. because no, Pappy goes to grab... Pappy <laughs> goes to grab her... <laughs> And then they fall in. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay. See, I missed that. Yeah. I was probably just confused by the giant sperm shooting across the... No. I mean, the uh, CGI was not... Wasn't great. Great. But it's a made-for-TV. I agree. I agree. We can't be too judgmental. Sorry, Rainbird. Back to the show. Scene two, the jet ski boys. We see kids backing a truck up and putting jet skis into the water. These kids are Ava, Cecily, Cameron, Blaze, Mick, and Taylor. Taylor and Ava, two girls, are bantering about Ava's bathing suit. As the, <laughs> as the kids walk to the beach, we see an older man in a tower looking at the girls through binoculars. It's a lighthouse. Oh, I'm sorry. Do <laughs> a tower. Yeah, I couldn't tell at first. Yes, it is a lighthouse. <laughs> the old man's name is Finch. At first, I thought this guy was kind of like a pervert. Well, he's looking at him with binoculars. Yeah. Uh, We see Finch walk down some steps and into the bottom of the tower where he shuts an overhead door. Uh, This looks like it's a basement inside the tower, and Mm. we see the man take his hat off and talk to a picture of a woman. Finch tells her that he got her something and sets down a coin. He pours himself a glass of whiskey, and we hear a radio playing in the background. We cut back to the beach and see the kids sitting on the beach. One of the boys is eating a sandwich and talking about the other kids. little drama action here. Oh, yeah. These girls are kind of bitches. Mm-hmm. Ava sits up, sees her dad's boat out in the water with no one in it. At this point, did you notice that was the same boat from the beginning of the movie? I did not. Okay, I I got that. But But as um, soon as she was like, oh, he's not answering. Did he have a charter? I'm like, okay, so it's that dude. Yeah. So she tries to call. Nobody answers. Uh, Her dad doesn't answer the phone. She gets the voicemail. The two girls jump in the water and swim out to the boat. We see the larger kid on the back of the jet ski as another kid drives him around. So... Um, Cameron is driving the jet ski and there's this humongous, uh, very large <laughs> kid. His name is Mick riding on the back of the yeah. jet ski. So I have a note here. I said, Seth, would that jet ski hold that kid up? I don't know. It looked like it was kind of laboring a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, no, no way. 
but this was kind of a weird beach. Like there was no waves. Yeah, I wonder if this was filmed. I get it was a cove, but was yeah. I wonder if they filmed it on like a pond or not a pond, but like a lake. Mm, they could it, have. It definitely did not seem like a like ocean. an ocean. No. Yeah, no, I agree. No waves at all. Uh huh. The girls get to the boat and find the woman's camera from earlier, uh, who was eaten by the shark. Ava finds her dad's hat all bloody on the floor of the boat. Mm. We see the bitchy girl from earlier floating on a raft in the water <laughs> as something bumps the raft from underneath. Mm-hmm. This girl's name is Taylor. She's the one that was arguing with Ava when they got out of the truck about Ava's bathing suit. Yep. She yells, seriously? What guys, the hell? Guys, stop it. <laughs> when all of a sudden something bumps her hard enough that she goes flying into the air. <laughs> she <laughs> sees the ghost amazing. shark's fin and starts swimming back to shore. Uh, Cameron and Mick, the two kids on the jet ski, uh, see her swimming and... <laughs> The driver knocks the fat kid off. So Cameron knocks Mick off the jet ski to go help Taylor. Yeah. He gets to her just before the shark does and lets her on the jet ski. She knocks him off and into the water, and we see the shark swim after him. Okay, so that's what happened. I said, does she fucking push him off? Yeah, no, she totally <laughs> does. Bitch. Totally knocks him right <laughs> off into the water. Okay, I thought so. Taylor rides off quickly as the jets on the jet ski as we see the shark chasing the boys. We cut to Taylor riding the jet ski almost to shore when the ghost shark flies up and bites her in half as the jet ski crashes onto the beach. So had the CGI been better, mm-hmm. that was actually kind of a cool kill. I don't mind the kills. The kills in the movie weren't terrible, um, but they used the same kill quite a bit, which we yeah. see and we'll probably talk about. But, no, but up to this point, it was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, I agree. Okay. This scene wasn't terrible. The acting wasn't good, but the scene wasn't no. terrible. Ah, that was for you, Taylor Punk. T-Punk. Little bitch. The fat kid is swimming, Mick, and as the shark approaches, Ava drives the boat and blocks the shark, pulling him onto the boat as the ghost shark swims through the boat and by Mick. So swims right through the boat, doesn't touch Mick, so I didn't really get that. Well, Mick was bigger than the shark, so he's probably like, uh. Doesn't help him later. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Scene three, the translucent shark. The kids are on the beach and being questioned by a police officer. Ava tries to explain to him that the shark was translucent. He gives them shit about having dead kids and missing people, and her story is bullshit about a translucent shark. Behind the cop, we hear someone ask the cop if he doesn't believe in ghosts. The old man tells him that the ghosts are real. So behind him is Finch, the old man from the tower, mm-hmm. the lighthouse. Lighthouse. Yes. He says they're as real as the lies this town was built on. As real mm-hmm. as the price we're going to pay for those sins. So mm. now we know there's a history. Oh, there's a history, all right. Is this kind of how the fog is? I'll be honest, and I hate to say this um, on a recording, but I've never seen the fog i would like to watch the fog because they did that real crappy remake right with uh superman the kid that played superman on um yeah what's the name of that show small smallville smallville at least i i I know i've seen a movie where there's like something about it's just like this where the town has a curse and there's this thing and i thought it was yeah that's the fog but they are cursed um i don't think they're pirates they're like people on a ship in the town related to the pirates who did something yeah i don't know we should watch that one that's a good one i don't remember being a bad movie that's what it reminded me of jamie lee curtis is in it oh yeah it's a john carpenter movie also we should we should check it out we should watch that um yeah so the cop tells finch uh who is drinking obviously that he should dry out his words might actually mean something Ava asks the cop what the man was talking about. The cop tells her that he's putting an APB out for her missing 
stepfather. One of the boys, Cameron's, uh, his dad shows up. He's the mayor of the town. Um, and he tells Cameron that there hasn't been a shark attack in years. The mayor years. tells the cop to put out a $1,000 bounty on all sharks in the bay. He wants a dead shark to have in his press conference. Keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, Blaze, who we found out earlier, does not like to swim, um, which comes into play later, but offers to give the girls a ride home, but they tell him, eh, we'll walk. He walks over and sits down on the beach looking out into the water. Yeah, because Blaze makes that weird comment. Well, before this whole scene happens, he's like, I don't swim. I just yes. don't. And it was yeah. Like, okay. Well, I think there was probably supposed to be more character building there, but they may have ran out of time or it just wasn't um, important to yeah, the plot. Just like, eh. Have you <laughs> noticed that he sits down and like, looks out over the water? But it like, never, I don't know. It never really gets into what his, yeah, his yeah. deal is. But anyway. It's a sci-fi movie. Not a lot of character building going Siffy. on. Is this, Siffy. Is this pre-Siffy or post-Siffy? I'm not sure. Probably Siffy. Mm-hmm. Scene four, the lonely road home. The girls walk home and hug each other. We see them walk into their house and we take a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, we do. And they do not seem like that upset. No, not at all. About their dad being dead. Not even when they found his hat on the boat were they upset. No, now they're like home like, oh, oh yeah. At all, then again, I think it's a, a testament to how not great the acting is, but they don't seem upset at all throughout this whole movie. No. There's like zero character building in this. Yeah, and I also feel like um, at one point in the movie, I feel like they're trying to like fight over the one boy. Like like they're like Oh yeah. 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 Which I'm sure we'll talk about. But anyway, slut. S- oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're slut shaming, Seth. Sorry. It's okay. Scene five, <laughs> back at the sheriff's station. Back at the sheriff's station, we see the kids watching the film from the hillbilly lady's camera that they found on Ava's dad's boat. As they pause the film, they see the same shark that they saw in the water, only it's not translucent. <gasps> the cop believes the hillbilly's got a great white worked up, and that's what killed everyone. As the cop is talking to the other kids, Ava leans down and downloads the video to a flash drive. That was pretty sneaky. It was sneaky. Not really believable, but sneaky. As the kids are walking out, the sheriff gets a call. He hangs up and tells Ava to um, start to believe her friends or she'll end up like Finch. Outside in the hallway, Cameron is complaining that people are going to start showing up at his house any minute. They're having a huge pool party and a bunch of people are supposed to show up. He asks (laughs) Ava if they can turn the party into a memorial. Like, how fucked up is that? Like... Um, but then it's she, doesn't not even great. Act, she doesn't even act that upset. You don't think she's upset? <clears throat> not really. Mm. Yeah, again, none of them seem upset. And he wants to turn it into a memorial because uh, Taylor, their friend, had died, right? So at this point, they don't even know that the dad's truly dead. But, but let's have a pool party. <laughs> their friend definitely <laughs> died, right? So it's yeah. like, all right, fucking kids. As they leave the police station, they tell Blaze that uh, they'll call him later after he offers to take them to get food. So Blaze asks them yet again if they need a ride home or, hey, can I take you to get food? The girls turn him down. And did you notice his, like, cut-off capri jeans? I didn't see those. Tell us about them. They, no, they were pretty bad. They're, like, cut-off jeans below the knee. Mmm, Sexy. <laughs> Hot. Sexy. Cool for 2013, mm. Blaze. Hot He's got a Blaze. cool name. Blaze. <laughs> uh, Blaze seems to be super into these girls, but also seems like he's hiding something. That's a note mm. I have. What do you think? Yeah, there's something weird about Blaze. Blaze. Scene six. Stupid ass name. On the road again. Ava and her sister are driving home, and they see Mr. Finch walking in the rain. She asks if he can talk 
and he asks her if the sheriff sent her to spy on him. She tells him that yesterday he was talking like he knew something about ghosts. He walks out in front of their SUV, slams his hands <laughs> on the hood, and <laughs> tells her to leave him alone. Yeah, I made a note about the hood bang. Go ahead. I was just, it was funny because it seemed like so intentional. Like there was a pause, then he was like, Let me alone. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah. Scene seven, the great pool party. Party. We see people arriving at Cameron's pool party. Cameron is telling girls about the 30 foot long shark that he stabbed with a knife. He went on Michael Myers on that bitch. Mm-hmm. But it was too late to save Taylor. A beer pong ball flies off of a table and uh, it's a it's uh, it lands in front of a heavily tattooed gentleman who steps on it and then he lights his joint with the ball. I don't know how he did it, but he yeah, did. Yeah, that was kind of a weird. Yeah. We see Blaze sitting on the edge of the pool with his feet in the water. Something translucent swims under his foot and he takes his feet out of the water immediately. As he walks away, the fat kid Mick walks up and belly bombs him backward into the pool, landing on top of him. Blaze gets immediately pissed off. And the fat kid tells him that he needs to have some fun, bro. Mick goes over uh, to a girl in a two-piece bikini. She's sitting on the side of the pool. He hoists her up on his shoulders like they're going to play chicken. Did you notice that he pulled her top down? Yes, I did see that. Do you see this sexy chick getting on this big, fat, nasty dude's back no. like that? Well, like, she was drunk, maybe. Hmm, I don't think so. I mean, so. clearly she's not going to fuck him or suck his dick. But. Maybe she was. Maybe homie's got a big hog. Oh, she can find it. Hmm. Blaze gets out of the water. He's all pissed off. We cut to out. <laughs> we cut to outside of Ava's house, and we hear a dog barking and then a yelp. Inside, Ava's watching the clips from the video on her laptop as her sister is in her room playing on her phone. Her sister's Cecily, by the way. The doorbell rings, and Ava answers the door, and Blaze is outside. Blaze. He tells her that the party was dumb. She was right. Ava tells him she's glad he came, and she wants to show him something. She slows the video down and pauses it on a translucent figure in the frame. We cut back to the party as Cameron and Mick are playing chicken with two girls on their shoulders. Off to the side, we see a group of guys getting into an altercation, calling each other ass clowns. Yep. This is the tattooed guy, by the way. The tatted dude is what I call him. One guy pushes the tattooed gentleman into the pool. He gets out and throws the other guy through a fence. Cameron tells him not to be doing that shit at his house. The guy jumps off of the diving board, and as he does, the ghost shark <laughs> jumps out of the water and eats the tattooed man, taking him way up into the air. And that was a pretty cool scene. It was cool. Again, bad acting. Minus the bad CGI. Bad CGI, bad acting, cool concept. Yeah. The next part was really cool because the, the kid's head falls down from the sky and lands on top of a wine bottle that a chick's holding yeah. inside the t the pool. I thought that was cool. I think it was the champagne bottle she opened a little bit earlier where she was like mm. spraying it everywhere and then... Head right on top of it. And everyone freaks out. So all the kids freak out, try to get out of the pool quickly as the shark swims around. We see Mick. He's stuck in the pool. He tries to swim to the edge, but Cameron cannot pull him out of the pool. <laughs> you think? Wow. Cameron falls into the pool on top of Mick, um, and then we go to a commercial break. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of commercial breaks in this. Wow. What do you make of that scene? That actually wasn't a terrible scene, to be honest. I agree. Not bad. Cool concepts. Definitely cool concepts. Um, scene eight. Get over here quick. Ava wakes up to a phone call from Cameron. He tells Ava that Mick is dead. <gasps> he couldn't get him out of the pool. He was too big. He was just too big. He didn't say that. I'll say, I don't remember him saying that. But that's what happened. Let's be yeah. honest. 
He wasn't hoisting him out of there. No. Ava shows up at Cameron's house, and Cameron's dad, the mayor, is sitting on the steps asking, what happened? Did y'all take a bunch of drugs and start gnawing on each other? Yeah, that's what I put. Was it bath salts? PCP? What was it? Oh, shit. I forgot about bath salts being a, a thing back then. <laughs> Dude, do you remember bath salts? Weren't people buying them at, like, Speedway? Yeah. And I always thought they were like, well, these like the salt people put like in the bathtub. Like that I is never, what, was that what it was? I think so. Who 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 thought of that? Yeah, well, somebody crazy. The only way I can protect you is if you tell me the truth, Cameron. Cameron tells him that it was a shark, Dad. It was a ghost shark. His dad, the mayor, tells him there are a bunch of mutilated bodies in our yard. We need answers. The mayor tells the sheriff to take Cameron down to the station and put him in an isolated cell. Ava and Blaze run up to talk to Cameron and are asking him questions. He tells them that Mick is dead. It's like the fifth time he's told him that. And somewhere Ava tells the mayor and the sheriff, like, it's going to come up and bite you in the ass. That's the very next scene. Oh, is it? Okay. Ava tells the police officer the shark is going to swim up and bite him in the ass. The mayor tells Ava to shut up. Stay out of his way. Bitch. As they're walking away, another police officer hollers for the sheriff Hollers. he found a cell phone the phone shows the kid jump off the diving board and the translucent figure coming up and eating him in the air we cut to ava and blaze leaving as cameron runs out and jumps in the back of the truck running away from the mayor and the police Mm -hmm. the mayor yells i'm gonna beat you like you stole something uh oh shit cameron someone's getting beat scene nine the old slip and slide i call this the plumbing montage Ooh, yeah we see a maintenance man walk up to a house his kids are putting out a slip and slide in the front yard another kid outside gets mud in a cup and puts it all over the windshield of a car he drives the car over to a car wash with a bunch of girls in bikinis he's super excited oh yeah we cut back to the kids on the slip and slide taking turns we go inside the house and um we see the maintenance man Inside the house, working on a pipe under the sink. We see the water leaking pretty badly. As all of a sudden, we pan to the outside of the cabinet, and the man is being eaten by something inside the cabinet <laughs> as his legs flop oh around. Whoa. Um, so then we cut back to the kid at the car wash. Did you notice that his window was down the whole time? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. I was like, wouldn't he be getting wet? Uh, he was moist. getting moist. He was getting moist. <clears throat> he was getting moist. Mm-hmm. 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 We cut back to the slip and slide, and we see at the end of the slip and slide is an inflatable shark that you slide through. A kid slides down the slip and slide and asks, um, and as he gets to the end of the ghost, uh, as he gets to the end of the <laughs> slip and slide, the ghost shark appears and eats him. It's totally a ripoff of the crocodile mile. Did you have one of those? What's a crocodile mile? I've never even heard of it. It was a slip and slide where it had like that same thing, but it was a crocodile and then it had a pool at the end. Oh, really? Yeah, you swim through the crocodile? You went through like the little curtain and then you're supposed to just splash in the pool, but you really shot off the end into the grass. But yeah, mm. it was totally a rip off of that. Our slip and slides um, had like these weird curvy bumps because you had to like blow them up. Are these like safety slip and slides? Or? Maybe because the end of the <laughs> pool was inflated too. Yeah, the pool at the end of this was inflated. And then the sides were inflated but curvy, so it was kind of like supposed to like give you like this. We didn't have anything to sl- to slide through, but oh yeah, that's just a straight slide. You definitely um, slid out into the grass. Oh, yeah. there was no saving your chest. You never stopped. <laughs> Not a good time. Not a good time. Um, no. Yeah. So the shark eats the kid as he slides on yep. some slide. We cut back to the boy at the car wash. Uh, all the girls are giggling and getting really into this. <laughs> 
Look I at call my, bullshit. Yeah, look at my titties. Did she say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the body language speaking. They're like, oh. yeah. I've never um, been to one of these type of uh, car washes, but I'd have to imagine the girls would not be having that much fun. No, it'd be awful. And yeah. like, it's a twelve, like a twelve-year-old kid in the car, and they're like, oh. he's all excited. Yeah. All of a sudden, one of the girls washing the car's uh, windshield has blood splattered <gasps> all over the windshield. Another girl's ripped down the side of the car, and Shit. another girl is pulled downward into a bucket of water as blood shoots out everywhere. Yeah. The kid, like, doesn't he start wow. crying? He, like, I, freaks out. Yeah, he starts yeah. crying like a little bitch. Fucking bitch. You drove the damn car over there. You better mm. man up. Whoa. Wow. It's a good <laughs> thing you don't have any kids. <laughs> Scene 10. Finch and the news. We cut to Finch watching the news, and then uh, we see that Ava, Blaze, Cameron are wanted for questioning in all of the murders. Finch mm-hmm. sits up in his chair and and we hear kids in the background playing. Finch walks out of the lighthouse and sees off in the distance there's a woman walking in walking in the water. He yells, no trespassing, but she ignores him. Yeah. He runs over to where the girl was, and he finds an old lantern. He goes into a rock cave looking for the girl. He walks further into the cave, and he finds the translucent shark body laying on a rock. He says, Judas Priest. Yeah, he does. We cut to Blaze, Ava, and Cameron pulling up to the lighthouse. Cameron continuously bitching about being there yeah, the whole time. Yeah, he's super bitchy. Yeah, he's a little I bitch. start calling them the gang at this point. Ooh, the gang. So I didn't have to keep writing their three names. That's that's a good call. I should have yeah. done that. Um, they go into the lighthouse. Yelling for Finch. Mm. As they walk in, they see the trap door to the basement of the lighthouse. They go down into the basement, finding Finch's lair. <gasps> As they walk around, a bottle goes flying at Blaze. We see Finch appear, and he tells them they're breaking and entering. You're here about the shark, ain't ya? Mm-hmm. Ava asks if he'll help them stop it. He tells them that the cave brings things back. It doesn't take them away. He then screams wildly in their faces. I said, this dude is over the top. He's a little out of, I mean, he's drunk through the entire movie. That makes uh, Maybe that's how I would act, because I would imagine I'd be drunk through this whole movie, too. If I lived in a lighthouse, <laughs> which I kind of think would be neat, yeah. by the way. Okay. I'd probably be drunk most of the time, too. That'd be cool to live in a lighthouse. He lived under it, though. It was like yeah, it was like a gross basement. Maybe a nicer lighthouse, but hmm. I don't know. It'd be cool. Kind of neat. He tells them that it's all connected. They want to keep it a secret, but he doesn't. He wants to reveal the secret. He calls Ava Allison, and then he falls asleep snoring. It was like an awkward pass out, too. Yeah, and then the kids pick him up and put him on a bed. Like, really? Yeah, like... Nah. I, yeah. They're not doing that. Mm-mm. Scene 11, back at Ava's. We see Ava's sister, Cecily, making a bath and calling uh, calling Ava. She gets her voicemail. She tells Ava on the voicemail that the cops are there looking for her. She hangs up and plucks her eyebrows. Very important, Seth. You want to have nice eyebrows during yes, a you shark. you always want to ha- have a nice brow. Yes, it's nice to yeah. have a nice set mm-hmm. of eyebrows during a shark uh, pandemic. Well, anytime. <laughs> pandemic. Pandemic. For any occasion, you should look your best. That's true. We see her. Uh, we see behind her something in the tub flashes. As she lounges in the tub, we see a blue light appear in the water, and <sighs> Cecily is flung around the tub in circles as blood fills the tub. Very similar to that opening scene of Jaws. Yeah. Ava gets home and walks into the bathroom. She walks up to the tub as the ghost shark appears, and Cecily is spit out back into the bathroom. I said, "What?" All of that blood and that little cut? Yeah, she had like nothing wrong with her. A little cut on her leg. That was it. 
And why didn't it eat her like it did everybody else? Like, and were Blaze and Cameron in there with her? Did they go into the bathroom with her? Wasn't wouldn't she be naked flying out of the tub? I thought that whole thing was weird. Yeah, I said they were all there, and then like, why did it spit her out? Like shit. spit her, it spit her out. Spit, spit her out. I don't know, but we cut to the police station as the mayor and sheriff are talking about how to cover the instances up to minimize the backlash. We cut back to Cecily telling Ava that she's fine. She's really, she's fine. Blaze finds a new article from nine years ago. A news article, I'm sorry. He finds a news article from nine years ago. Finch's wife, Allison, drowned in the cave near the lighthouse when the high tide came in. Ava (laughs) says that a lot of people think Finch killed her. Cecily tells him that she saw Finch leaving the museum yesterday and that there was a bunch of info about the lighthouse at the museum. All of a sudden, the police sirens are heard outside. Ava, Cameron, and Blaze go out to uh, go out through the back door as Cecily distracts the police at the front so they can get away. I called her Cecily. Is it Cecily? It might be Cecily. Uh, I'm not really sure. How about I call her Cecily and you call her Cecily? Let's call her Cece. Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Scene 12, back at the lighthouse. We see Finch laying in a bed at the lighthouse, still asleep. Suddenly he wakes up and sees Cameron, Blaze, and Ava laughing at him. This is clearly a dream. Yeah. Finch says, my God, they're going after it. That sounded, that sounded really good. <laughs> yeah, it did. We do, cut the camera. Do, do it again. My God, they're going after it. Mm-hmm. Be a character actor. <laughs> we cut to Cameron, Blaze, and Ava driving in front of an awful green screen. All of a sudden, they hear a huge blast, and the car slams to a stop. It's a dem- it's a demolition site that Cameron's dad is pushing. Something about his agenda as mayor. Yeah. I don't really. I, it doesn't really matter. They don't really say what it is. Just no. something he's doing that must not be good. Yes, dirty politicians. They continue driving, and Ava slash Blaze go into the museum as Cameron sits out front to take a quick smoke break. Inside, Blaze finds something and calls for Ava to come look. They find out that the lighthouse was built in 1897 after hundreds of ships had crashed into the shallow part of the area there. Area. What is that? I mean, they, I said they find a series of dioramas of lighthouses. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy cow. They find one about Dead Man's Point. Is what I Ooh, mean. that's that's where they're at. So yeah. it's, uh, that's you're correct. So a bunch of sh- hundreds of ships had crashed into the shallow part of Dead Man's Point. A curator appears. Yes, I said this dude is creepy as shit. Well, he's a museum. I said curator. And dude. how did he just show up there? Well, I'm assuming the museum is open, so he's working. Yeah. So the museum curator is curator. behind them. Yeah. Dude's creepy as shit. Yeah, he's definitely kind of like. Serial killer-ish. He's very well-spoken, very soft-spoken, I like, should say. Hello, welcome to the museum. That's not what he did no. at all. <laughs> he asks if uh, she thinks that what's going on in town has to do with the old legends and the ghost stories. Have either of you ever heard of the legend of the last Roanoke colonies? <gasps> of course, Ava says yes. They were the colonists who vanished without a trace a couple hundred years ago. The museum worker is very impressed. What if I told you that a similar thing happened right here? He says that the two elders did their best to keep it a secret. He shows them a diary that happens to be the best documented history of the area at the time. Just like Roanoke, the entire population had vanished into thin air. The writer of the book believes that ghosts were to blame for the disappearance. The museum director tells her she doesn't believe it and that it is likely a plague. Hmm. Yeah, he's not buying it. Mm-mm. No. Um. 
So he, he thinks it was a plague and that the writings were the result of some sort of hallucination, right? Right. What do you think of that? I actually don't mind that theory. About the plague? I just, I wonder if a lot of like ancient writings and stuff you see, like, well, okay, so uh, maybe there's ghosts. I don't know. I'm not that smart. But when people are sick or like when you're hopped up on medicine and stuff, you see shit or you might have dreams that aren't real. So how do we know that these like ancient writings and shit with like all these like old stories I have like maybe it was this person had the flu and they started hallucinating. It very well could have been, especially back then. They didn't have any treatments or anything, so yeah. Hmm. I like that theory. I feel like a lot of it probably is what you're saying. Yeah. You know. I agree with you. I like it when you agree with me. Well, just like how they, before they were like, oh, it's storming, so it must be some god doing something. Well, of course, mm. now we know. No, it's just, you know, <laughs> Somebody it's pissed that. the gods off. <laughs> yeah, Somebody a, pissed the gods off. Just a thunderstorm. But, mm. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that stuff, you know. If you had no explanation for it, imagine living back then. Right. Oh, no, I, I couldn't so, imagine. I would not want to imagine living back then. Right. Like in the village. <laughs> as long as they had alcohol. Oh, uh, shoot. There were a large quantity of townspeople taken to the caves and executed. Soon after the murders, the angry dead rose up and ravaged the town. The journal cuts off in the middle of the last entry. Anyone who dies in that cave will rise again. Did you notice the blood all over the book? Actually, I did not. Yeah, there was blood all over like the ending pages of the book. And then those symbols that lit up in the cave earlier when the shark had died. It, yeah. Those symbols were written in the book. I did. I did okay. notice that. Yeah. So okay, it's kind of being pieced together here. It's, yeah, it's, it's got a. It's got a story. The museum director tell uh, take Blaze and Ava into another section of the museum, which looks like a library, kind of. Uh, and then he tells them that the books he's about to show them are how you can conjure evil spirits and send them back to hell. As they get to a glass case, the book is gone. <gasps> it's missing. The museum director tells them that. Finch was there, and he was acting weird. He's the only other person in the museum. God damn it, Finch. Outside, Cameron stands up to go in and sees Finch walking out. As Cameron walks in, he tosses a cigarette in a trash can, <laughs> catching a paper towel on fire. That stupid-ass Cameron throws his ciggy in the trash <laughs> can and sets off the smoke alarm. The ciggy. Is that what you uh, called them when you smoked ciggies? Yeah, back then. In the early 2000s. <laughs> Were you like, hey, man, can I get a ciggy? Yeah. Really? I hate to admit it, but yeah, that's what we called them. Did a lot of like a lot of people smoke, right? Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told I worked at Kroger in the late nineties, and they had a smoking break room separate I, uh, from the regular break room. Oh, really? It was like its own break room. <laughs> yeah, and this was in like ninety eight, ninety nine. So the only memory I have of anything similar to that would be um, when we were kids and we'd go out to eat at a restaurant. My dad always had this theory that if he like started smoking, because we'd always sat in the smoking section. Yeah. Cause smoking or non? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he always had this theory that when like we'd sit down, and we'd order like if he started smoking, they'd bring his food out faster. I don't know why. I think it was just an excuse to smoke, but huh. I don't know I don't why know. that would matter. Not again. I don't. I don't know. It's like the old hallucination thing. Maybe he was hallucinating when he was coming up with these theories. That is weird to think about smoking in restaurants and. It wasn't that long ago. We, uh, yeah, so when Abby and I started dating, we went to Chicago to a Manchester Orchestra brand new show. Yeah. 
um, at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago. Not important at all to the story, but when we were in Indiana, I think, uh, we stopped for breakfast, and um, they asked us smoking or non. We were like, um, I'm not non, I guess. But in Ohio, <laughs> had already like banned Changed it. Changed it, yeah. So it was really weird. And then there were like people in there smoking. And honestly, smoking or non, it doesn't matter. If somebody's smoking in there, yeah. it's like everywhere. Yeah, anyway. That was a fun trip down Mammary Lane. Mammary Lane with Josh and Seth. Not Jessica. Where she's memories not. come alive. Ooh. Memory Lane. <gasps> yeah. There's that. The fire sets off the water system in the museum, and the floor is immediately filled with water. Yeah, how are they flooded when the oh, they've been going on for like a minute? Yeah, it flooded quick, like, like real quick. Suddenly, there's a pool in the museum. <laughs> the museum director is working to cover up the exhibits as Blaze pushes him, uh, pushes Cameron up against a wall and tells him, "Blaze, you're gonna get us killed, man." Avery breaks up the fight and tries to get the museum director uh, out of the water. uh, Blaze and Cameron start fighting again, throwing each other onto the ground again into the water. Behind them, the ghost shark appears as Ava yells at them. They stand up and run to the steps. The museum director goes down to pick up a fallen statue. The ghost shark appears and jumps at him, eating off one of his limbs. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be dead, but he like basically died. Yeah, he's no dad from Crawl. That dad in Crawl had his shit tore up. Oh, yeah. Broken leg, missing arm. Yeah, this guy, like, just died right away. This guy's a little bitch. Yeah, he's like, oh, my arm's been beat, cut. Beat, cut. Beat, cut, beat, cut. Beating off, I'm dead. Blaze Cameron and Ava (laughs) run outside. Cameron (laughs) falls and leans up against a wall in a puddle. As he does, Mm -hmm. we see the ghost shark appear, jumps, and Bites him directly in half. Yep. He should not have tripped and fallen. What a scene. Yeah. Holy cow. Wait, do you like this scene? It was all right. I mean. I could have done without it. I I don't think it added anything to the movie. Although we learned about the history. We needed the info. We needed the info. We didn't need the director. We didn't need the camera. We didn't need the fire. No, we didn't need that whole bit. Too but much. I guess they had to get rid of Cameron somehow. Well, he was a little bit, so thank God they got rid of Cameron. No. So this was it, I guess. Scene 13, don't drink the water. Back at the police station, we see one of the police officers getting a cup of water from a dispenser. As he does, the water in the cup starts to glow mm. blue. He drinks the water and starts to act weird, stammering and tripping around. He enters the sheriff's office where the mayor is at. He starts to scream and his body is ripped in half from the head down as we see the ghost shark appear. The mayor and sheriff look shocked. They don't look that shocked, though. I thought they looked like, what the hell? Like, this is real? This These kids weren't lying? But then after it kills the dude, they're like, huh. <laughs> like, they don't even do anything. <laughs> they're like, okay. Oh. Uh, okay, so... Uh, this was a pretty good kill, though. Like, split the dude right in half. It was cool. I liked it. I get that the shark can be... Wherever there's water, yeah. it's a possibility the shark can be there. Yeah. I don't like the fact that it was in the sprinkler water. That's not salt water. No. That's not ocean water. No. Now it's in water out... A uh, bathtub water, not not ocean water. Drinking cooler water. Okay, so now cooler water? Come on. Too much. Too yeah, much. Yeah, and then this is where it starts to get a little bit... Excessive. Excessive. Excessive water. 
Okay, so go. the dude, random dude in the police station dies. Mm. Well, he was he was um, he was a police officer, was he not? Yeah, but I don't. He didn't really have a big role. Yeah. Okay, know. we cut back to Ava, Cecily. Uh, they show up driving in the family car. Uh, Ava makes Blaze take her home as she goes to the lighthouse. So Cecily, Cecily shows up in the family car. Family car. It's a Jeep Wagoneer, just Ava, if you want to know. Okay, Jeep Wagoneer. <laughs> Ava's pissed. She makes Blaze take Cecily home as Ava takes the family car, the Jeep Wagoneer, to the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. We cut back to the sheriff's office, and the police, te- uh, the police officer tells the mayor that Cameron died at the museum. So now everybody knows Cameron's dead. Yep. The mayor tells the sheriff to uh, get his gear. They're going fishing. They need to get justice against the curse, I think is what he says. Mm-hmm. He walks out of the sheriff's office as the <clears throat> sheriff tries to talk some sense into him. The mayor tells the sheriff that this is all about the curse. Yep. He doesn't want revenge. He wants justice and storms off. So they know about it. We cut to Ava at the lighthouse yelling for Finch. She tells him that she knows that he took the book and they need to talk. She runs through a wet field again. You know the shark can get you in water. Why would you run through the wet field? A moist field, right? Exactly. <sighs> We cut the kids playing outside in a water hydrant. Blaze and Cecily pull up in the truck to see the kids. Blaze yells at the kids to get out of the water. The kids line up in the road. The small kid asks him what their problem is and if he can have some of what they're smoking. <laughs> the boy flexes his muscles as Blaze uh, at Blaze, and we see the water out of the hydrant starts to turn blue. Blaze floors the truck. And uh, drives towards the kids to scare them off the road. They get out of the way. But as he run, as he drives through the water, the ghost shark hits the truck, denning it, and killing the engine. Not buying it. No. Blaze gets out of the truck and grabs Cecily out of the front seat. Uh, as he does, the punk kids start chasing them. As they get closer to them, the ghost shark jumps up out of the puddle that the kids are running through and eats two of the kids in half. I was it two? I thought it was just the one... Got them both. Damn. Got old Muscle Flexor and his buddy. Split in half. I got that. So at this point, we've had a lot of deaths. They, they're, they're really killing that split in half death uh, idea. Yeah, at this point, it like keeps getting repeated. It's like, mm. okay. It I was agree. cool the first two times, but... The tailor on the jet ski was cool. Um, Cameron, not so much. I like the shark eating the guy's arm off, but uh, these, these two were a little much. And the children. The children. <sighs> Scene 14, it started here. We're going to finish it here. The cave. Mm-hmm. The scene opens up with the mayor and the sheriff on a boat driving in open water. The sheriff tells him that this is crazy, and the mayor says that it started here. We're going to finish it here. He tells the sheriff to keep looking. The boat goes by the lighthouse and approaches the cave. We cut to Ava going into the cave and saying, damn it. As she walks in, we hear Finch. I knew you'd come. You got a real stubborn, stubborn streak. streak, you honky bitch. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't say that. <laughs> Finch tells her that he found the physical portion of the shark. He tells her that he stole the book to find a way to stop the shark without hurting Allison. Ava asks if she's still alive. Why is she here? Finch tells her to shut up and starts reading in another language. He translates that the shark can be sent back by using a piece of the object that killed it. Ava walks up to the shark and pulls an arrow out of the eye. Or it's out of its head. I don't know if it's in its eye or not. I think it was through its eye. Okay. Yeah. She tries to hand the arrow to Finch and he tells her, Nuh-uh, your daddy brought this whore into the world. (laughs) It's your job to send it back. Yeah, I noted that. We see the mayor and sheriff pulling up to the cave. The mayor has clearly lost his mind. 
The mayor pulls a gun out on the sheriff and makes him dump Chum into the water to try to attack the shark. Chum. Chum. The mayor goes to the top deck as we see the ghost shark appear, jump out of the water, and eat the sheriff. The sheriff appears um, as we see the shark swimming with him in his mouth. The mayor shoots his rifle at the shark, hitting the sheriff and killing him. Yeah. Why would you try to shoot a ghost shark? I know. Clearly, it's clear. Yeah. (laughs) Translucent. Translucent. The mayor goes into uh, a room to look for more ammo. It's on the top deck of the boat. He finds more ammo, and as he's loading his gun, we hear a sharp sound. Suddenly, we see a light behind the mayor as the ghost shark grabs him, pulling him into the toilet, and we see him slowly drug into the toilet as his feet hit himself in the face and there's blood flying out. He's being sucked into this toilet. So it was a toilet. I just had, I knew he went down below and I was like, he gets pulled into the toilet, question mark, because I yes. can't really tell what it was. So now the shark's in the toilet water. Toilet. Okay. I didn't hate this. I didn't really like the mayor, so I wasn't sad to see him go, but no, I didn't think it was terrible. Sheriff was kind of a douche, too, so it wasn't like... wasn't terrible. wasn't sad. We cut back to Finch and Ava outside the cave. Ava's standing in the water with the arrow, that, uh, and Finch is behind her with the book. Finch tells her to give it to him, give him the <laughs> damn arrow, and he give starts whistling him. for the shark. Behind him, Blaze and Cecily show up and scare Finch. Suddenly, the ghost shark appears and swims at Ava in the water as Finch gives her back the arrow. As the ghost shark swims toward Ava, she jumps at the ghost shark, stabbing it with the arrow. She goes through the shark and into the water as the shark starts to shake and disappears. I like it explodes, doesn't it? It didn't explode. It just like hung in the air and started shaking. It was really weird. It didn't make a lot of sense. Oh. Blaze, Ava, and Cecily hug in excitement as Finch goes into the water to pick up the arrow. As he leans down to pick up the as he leans down to pick it up, the ghost shark appears and bites off three of his fingers. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Not a big fan of Finch, so I wasn't really sad to see him lose any digits. No, 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 no. Scene 15, time to regroup. Back in Finch's lighthouse basement, Finch tells him that it wasn't as easy as he thought it would be. Blaze suggests blowing up the cave to end the curse. Ava tells him that they passed a uh, blast site on the way there. They'll have dynamite. Finch screams and tells him that they can't blow up the cave. Ava grabs the book, and Finch starts to scream at her, telling her that it was his fault. He killed her. Whenever there were high tides, it brought up little trinkets. She called them little treasures. They were objects from the sunken ships that drifted into the little cave. Like those, pointing to a mermaid trinket on a desk. We cut to Finch and his wife in the water in front of the cave. Finch told them that they fought a lot, especially when they drank. We see Allison hitting him, and he grabs her and holds her under the water. He tells them that he lost control and couldn't stop. We see behind him that the symbols of the cave are glowing as he kills Allison, his wife. Finch tells him that he tells them that he ran to the police and told them that the high tide had come in and pulled her into the cave. Oh man. The police ruled it an accidental drowning, but they always suspected he'd done it. But worse, he had to live with it. This is deep. She had to know that he wasn't in the right mind. Or she would have come back and haunted him. Ava tells him that she understands his pain, but she won't let innocent people die. Finch turns around with a gun and tells her he won't let her do that and that there has to be another way. Finch uh, Finch runs out of the room and locks it, keeping the kids in the room. So now the kids are locked in this room, right? 
I think they're in the basement of the lighthouse, aren't they? Yes, in Finch's yeah. lighthouse. Yeah. Um, Blaze and Ava can't get the door open. Cecily stands up and says, step aside. She picks the lock with, um, I don't know what it was. She got some out of her hair, I think. Something, yeah. So I have a note. Is it weird that these kids aren't worried whatsoever that this guy just told them that he killed his wife? They did not seem very, like... Concerned? No, they're like, oh, well, anyway... Like, if this dude killed his wife, what remorse is he going to have for killing you? Like, right. Yeah. No, I agree. No, they didn't care at all. They mm-hmm. gave absolutely zero shits. No, they kind of, like, glazed over it. Like, he told him this, and they're like, oh, well, we need to get this book, and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's <laughs> great, Finch, but pull your pants up. Yeah. Come on, man. We got to go. Tell us about it later at Applebee's right now. <laughs> dude, Applebee's sounds good. Yeah, it does. Outside of the <laughs> lighthouse, the kids leave in a car as we see Finch. Um... Finch is out at the boat where the sheriff... So the sheriff's boat is out in the little um, cove there. And uh, Finch takes his little boat out to the sheriff's boat. He's looking for the sheriff and the mayor. Finch finds the mayor stuck in the shitter. Yep. I said, this is pretty funny. It was, it was a pretty funny scene, I thought. Yeah. Ava pulls up to the explosion site and drives through the lock gate. Uh, they break into a van and grab a case of dynamite. Mm-hmm. So I have no, I don't, I wouldn't even know what to look for. Like, how do these kids know exactly what to go get, where it is, it's in this little van, they just get uh, it out? I guess we're supposed to assume. Well, no, because Cameron's dead. So I don't even know how they know. Would you even know how to use dynamite? No. No, me neither. Not safely. Well, no. <laughs> we cut back to Finch, uh, back to Lighthouse Basement, noticing the kids have broken out of the room. He sits down the, uh, he sits down to read the book. As it is pulled from his hands, it's slammed into a wall. The dust from the book hitting the ground flies up, and we see a silhouette of Finch's wife, Allison. The book page is turned to a page, and Finch says, The cave. We see Ava and Blaze carrying the dynamite to the cave. As they approach, Finch comes out of the cave with a gun. He tells them he's there to help. Let's get it done. Yeah, that was <laughs> it's kind of a weird turn. Complete for him. 180, yeah, right? Like suddenly, oh, yeah, okay, let's blow it up. So inside the cave, they wire the explosives to the shark, running the out, uh, running the line outside of the cave so they can light it. Again, I have no. How do any of these people know how to use dynamite? I don't know. And like, they have the fuse and all this stuff. I don't know. Stupid. As they light the fuse, it begins to rain. We uh, see the course. fuse getting closer to the cave as the ghost shark appears and eats the fuse, stopping it from burning any further. We see Finch look up at the sky and say, "God forgive me." As the ghost shark falls from the sky in the rain and eats him from the head down. It's a rain shark. That's a rain ghost shark. 3.30 in the morning, not a soul in sight. City's looking like... Oh, I'm sorry. Not not Garth Brooks fans? All right. Rain, go shark. <laughs> Actually, it was kind of cool. The scene? I didn't mind that kill. I the saw rain, it coming. It was different, you know, than all the other ones. Hmm. So We see Ava sneak into the cave with the remainder of the fuse still intact. Ava is bound and determined to kill this shark. She's our final girl. She is our final girl, mm-hmm. I guess. That's Sorta. more of like a slasher thing, I think. But I mean, she is our final girl, one of them. Scene sixteen, the final showdown. Sorry. Ava is in the cave trying to light the fuse, but the lighter is wet. The ghost Damn shark it. flies down from the sky and misses Blaze and Cecily as they fall backward outside of the cave. Inside the cave, 
The shark goes after Ava, but can't get to her because she's too far into the cave and there's not enough water. Blaze and Cecily run under a shelter as the ghost shark continues mm. to chase them. Just as they get under the shelter, the shark misses them by inches. Inches, literally. We see it reaching mouth first into the shelter, trying to get to them, but it comes up inches short. So it's only able to get to where the rain is at, right? Where the water is, yeah. yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because they have water on them. Right. Yeah, again, plot right. hole. Plot hole. That's a pretty rickety ass shack they're in. Yeah, so the, basically the shark is trying to get to them, but he's like right in front of their face mm. and it can't get to them. The um, CGI was really bad right here. Wasn't good. It's again, terrible. cool concept, just not really uh, well um, executed. Right. Back inside the cave, we see Ava slam the lantern on top of the fuse to get it to light as she tries to turn um, as she tries to turn and run out of the cave, the ghost shark flies by and knocks her down and knocks her unconscious. Hmm. Oh, did we uh go ahead. Are we past the part where she says, Bite me, you bitch? Um I don't know where she drops the lantern on the fuse. <laughs> Near yeah, the dead shark and says, Bite me, you bitch. You're right, I missed it. Yeah, she okay. does. Gosh, I missed that. I'm not doing very well, huh? <laughs> I just it was funny, so I had to write it down. <laughs> Suddenly, Ava wakes up, runs in slow motion out of the cave. Yeah. As the fuse gets to the dynamite, Ava barely <laughs> makes it out of the cave and dives into the water. We see the cave explode as blue lights fly out of the top. We cut to Ava swimming in the water, and in front of her is the ghost shark. As it approaches Ava um, and begins to bite her face, we cut to Blaze and Cecily on the beach. Cecily keeps saying, she's dead. She's dead. She's gone as Blaze hugs her, a little awkwardly in my opinion. Yeah, this was weird. We hear bubbles in the water, and suddenly Ava appears in the water. Blaze and Cecily run down to the water to help her. They swim out into the water, and Blaze jokes about it sucking, about all the people who died. You know, Taylor, Cameron, Mick, your dad. Everybody we fucking know. <laughs> but hey, what what day is it? What day's today? I didn't get this, but no. Tuesday. As they swim out into the water, the credits begin to roll. Yeah, I said... They realize the ghost sharks are dead and they go for a swim, question mark? Mm -hmm. They seem a little too happy for what all just happened. The end. The end. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. Whew. That was a lot to take in. Yeah. What did you think of that movie, Seth? Um, it was okay. Okay. I think it had a good concept. Okay. It was probably done as well as it could be for 2013 Siffy movie? <laughs> yeah, I I question it. I don't have the info because it wasn't available. I wonder what the budget was. And, like, again, none of these um, actors ever went on to play in anything else. So I didn't even read them off um, who the actors were, but they didn't, they've never been in anything else. So it's, I don't know. For a sci fi movie, if it were like Friday night after a long week, we got pizza, we were going to sit down and watch TV, and this movie was on, I'd watch it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't regret watching it. It wasn't like it was that bad. wasn't the platform. I'd watch this again over the platform. I'd watch this again over the platform, over Killer Kong. No, no, no. Over no, Hellraiser. No. Um, maybe over Beetlejuice. I don't know. But anyway, you ready to rate this thing? Let's do it. Let's hop into the Stabbies. So Stabbies, okay. we rate movies out of five. Our previous movies have been... Are you ready? I'm ready. In last place, the platform. 
with a .93 average stabbies rating by the horror movie crew. Hellraiser with a one average stabbies. Sorry, Caitlin, by the horror movie crew. Crawl by T. Faust, 2.82 average stabbies. Sleepaway Camp, that was suggested by At Macabre. 3.1 average stabbies. Brightburn, again, another T. Faust request. 3.52 average stabbies rating and leading the way to date. Kruby's request number six, Terrifier. A podcast on Elm Street requested that, and it has a 4.17 average stabbies rating by the horror movie crew. Mm-hmm. Seth, Kruby's request number seven, Ghost Shark requested by Rainbird. What do you give this? I'm going to give this a 2.0. A 2.0? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why did you go with the 2.0? Any any backstory you want to give us? Any explanation? No, I'm mean, just looking at my past reviews, and especially in the Krubies. I feel like this is a lower budget mm-hmm. kind of version of Crawl, mm. which I gave a, what did I give that, 2.8. Okay. Um, I liked it better than Hellraiser. Sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> um, liked it better than Platform. Yeah. I mean, I like Sleepaway Camp better, so... I'm kind of putting this right below crawl, basically. In my range, anyway. I don't hate that explanation. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, just based... I mean, I I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it, but it wasn't your favorite. No. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Looking at my previous um, Stabby's ratings for Kruby's requests... um, Again, I gave Hellraiser a one. I actually didn't rate the platform. I gave it a zero because I thought it was such a shitty movie. Um, <laughs> again, we've talked about it. Probably was a little low. I should have at least given it maybe a half a stab. I was really angry at the time. Are you pissed? I wasn't happy. Um, I am going to give this movie a 1.5 stabbies rating. From me, that gives us a 1.75 average Stabby's rating for Ghost Shark. So that's not terrible. It's no. above Hellraiser and just below Crawl. Well, mm-hmm. a point below Crawl. But mm, What's well, next in line below Crawl? Yeah. So, yep. So to date, we've got Leading the Ways, Terrifier, Bright Burn, Sleepaway Camp, Crawl, Ghost Shark, Hellraiser, The Platform. Hmm. Again, Rainbird on Instagram, thank you for the request. Um, if you guys want to suggest a movie for us to list or for us to discuss, you can do so through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you could email us at horrormoviecrew at gmail.com. Yep. We're on all social media platforms at horrormoviecrew. So make suggestions. Keep them coming. I think we've got two on the back burner. One will fill in once we pick a new movie here. But um, Yeah, we got a couple to add. We're just the wheel of death is full. The wheel full. of death. Speaking wheel of, of should we hop into the wheel of death? Yeah, let's pick it. Let's find out what the hell we're going to talk about next week. Spin or that. next episode. I don't know when it's going to drop. but Spin that bitch. Hang on, dude. I can't spin. I got to talk about it first. You know I like to talk. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Seth's always just ready to jump into stuff. All right, so currently on the wheel, we've got The Evil Dead. That's another T-Faust request. We've got Sleepaway Camp 2 by At Mal Macabre. Shaun of the Dead. That was suggested by A Dork Who Lifts. That is on Instagram. 
Um, Paranormal Activities, that's another Rainbird request. We've got Amityville Horror 2005. That was requested by Jessica's friend Bethany. Uh, we've got The Birds. That was suggested by my lovely Aunt B. We've got It 1999 by my good friend Pooey. He's at uh, Knee Dragon on Instagram if you want to follow him and see pictures of cars and bikes and, you know, real manly shit. Not really my thing. <laughs> He's the twink, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he is the, the twinkie. He's the twinkie. Um, and then we did an Instagram poll, and Silence of the Lambs made it onto the Wheel of Death. So we've got eight on there. Um, and once we spin this bitch, we're going to find out what next episode's uh, movie is, and we'll replace it with one of the ones on deck. So let's spin this wheel, Seth. Oh, 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 oh. We got the birds. Oh, that's been on there for a while. I think it's the longest one that's been on here. Old Hitchcock. Another Hitchcock classic. Yeah, that'll be a good one. So we did, our second episode was Rear Window, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was a Hitchcock movie. I'm excited yeah. for this movie, honestly. I believe it's a black and white, I think. It is. Have you seen it? A long time ago. So I watched it uh, when I was a kid, like a little kid. My grandmother let me watch it. Um... And I can't remember if it scared. Honestly, I don't remember much of it, but I don't remember if it scared me or not. I don't think that it did. You know, I mean, I think if you don't like birds, it probably <laughs> freak you out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to watch. I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Good movie. Whoa. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's time for my favorite segment of the podcast, Seth. Okay. Getting lit and talking. Shit. Getting lit and talking shit. Getting lit and talking shit. Ooh. Okay. Seth, what was your favorite kill from this movie? Ah, uh, shit. Hold on. I wrote it down in my notes. <laughs> I should have circled it and highlighted uh, it. Well, dude, while you're looking for it, I think my favorite kill had to have been um, the shitter kill. That was a pretty good one. I think it had a good mix of comedy and um, I didn't really see it coming. I When he was in there looking for the ammo, I, I wasn't like, uh, like the, I feel like some of the other kills you could kind of see coming. Yeah. Just because it started raining. Oh, of yeah. course, the shark's going to drop from the sky. Uh, the fire hydrant thing. Of course, the shark's going to come through the water. I didn't, you know what though? I didn't see the cup thing coming where he uh, drank the water and it killed him. Oh, uh, I think that was my, yes, it was the cup one. That was your favorite? Police station. Yep. Okay. Why do you why why explain this to me? Because this one was one I was like, what? Because no. it just surprised me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and it was just so. I thought it was kind of funny that <laughs> the sheriff and the mayor were like, uh, like they didn't even like jump up or do anything. I wonder, like, so I've obviously I've never been on a movie set, but I feel like with that, um. Obviously, they didn't see this happen. Somebody didn't split in half in front of us. I want. Do you think like the director was there and was like, "Okay, you guys are going to act like you just saw your partner get ripped in half by this ghost shark?" Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So they're like pretending to look like, "Oh, fuck," <laughs> and then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, but he was yeah. the only one that actually got like split in half too. Everyone else just kind of got like. Well, they got eight and a half. He got split yeah, in half, like split, right? <clears throat> split down the middle. Yeah, and no, I agree. I agree. Um, 
Not it wasn't bad. I didn't hate it. Cameron's the only one that I was kind of like, eh, a little unnecessary. I wish we could have seen Mick get eaten, because I don't know that that I think Mick was bigger than the shark. That's a big boy. Yeah, he was a big fella. I don't think that shark's getting his mouth. It's not an anaconda. It can't just dislash, <laughs> dislocate his jaw no. and like, huh? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, definitely the shitter, the shitter scene because yeah. I didn't see it coming and I didn't like that mare at all. So I was not sad whatsoever to see him go. Yeah, he was a douche. Um, so let's say we had the ability to remake this movie with better um actors better director maybe maybe a little bigger budget do you think this is one that we could uh we could actually like or is it just it is what it is i actually think the concept wasn't bad yeah so yeah i actually do think if it was a higher budgeted like have you seen the sharknado movies no see i haven't seen them either i tried to watch the first one i could not get into it but after watching this i think i might go back and try to watch those because i wonder if when that first sharknado movie came out and if this was kind of like a, hey let's throw another one out real quick just to see if we strike gold twice maybe so i kind of wonder if that's what they had done but um no i don't again this is kind of one you throw on. I call it a, it a dummy horror movie. It's one you just throw on. You don't have to pay attention to. Right. You just throw it on, and it's. Oh I, yeah. I kind of. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I kind of classify crawl in that same. Yeah. Like category. Like we don't need to know about their backstory and the right. family history and the fact that. Okay, we probably need to know that the girl was a really great swimmer because that's how she was able to do a lot of the stuff she did. But like in. You don't really need to know that, right? You right. can just toss it on, and we can no. go play cards and drink and have the movie on. Right. That's kind of what I feel about this movie. Um. So, what do you think the um, critics at I am or I'm sorry that at Rotten Tomatoes rated this movie? Like percent? Yeah. Uh. Well, they do theirs. Mm, yeah, they do theirs by percentage percent. out of a hundred. I'm yeah. gonna just say like thirty percent. Dude, that was really fucking close. Twenty nine percent. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know they rated made for TV movies on there. They do. There wasn't very many votes. Uh, or I shouldn't say votes for rating. What I've been doing though, honestly, I have an account with Rotten Tomatoes, and when we do these, I go in and plug in my. Oh, votes, you do. So it goes yeah. toward, the, but it's for, for the audience. It's not, yeah. not a uh, critic, critic for yeah. yet. So what do you think the ra- uh, the Rotten Tomatoes audience rated this? 30%. <laughs> Actually, they rated it 20%. Oh, even lower? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. IMDB, they gave it a 3.3 out of 10. We gave mm. it a 1.75 out of 5, which is roughly 35%. So we were actually higher than both Rotten Tomatoes critics, Rotten Tomatoes audiences, and IMDb, so we actually gave it a more favorable rating than. Uh, but I mean, I went into it knowing it was a made-for-TV site, like cable movie. It wasn't, you know. Yeah, well, no, you can't. I don't think you can put this up against like Crawl or uh, no. Cloverfield no. or any of those other monster movies. It no. just doesn't. Uh, so I was trying to keep that in mind well. that it wasn't like a theater movie. Correct. So for what it was, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. Also, Rainbird, I'm sorry, wasn't great. And I think the rating reflects that. And it's <laughs> position within um the other Kruby's requests. So. Yeah, I think it I think it falls in there nicely. I don't know. Um I mean I do you have anything else you want to talk about about um Ghost Shark? No, I think I think we covered it pretty well. Oh man, 
we made it through, dude. Yeah. An hour and 20 minutes, 24 minutes. We did it without Jess. Yeah. Made it. I was worried. Yeah, I was, I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. Yeah. But we did it. I was a little bit nervous. But. We're probably going to get a bunch of really good ratings on um, iTunes <laughs> now about how, hey, the porn, it doesn't sound like a porn podcast. and <laughs> Or a bunch of bad ratings. <laughs> or a bunch of bad ones. Who knows? Where's um, the porn voice? Here it is. Here we're oh, Daddy. Yeah, we're back. Hey, just so <laughs> I don't want anybody to be worried. Jess will be back for all of the HMC episodes. Yep. Um so yep. it's just the crewbies request, probably the crew reviews. It does it'll probably just be Seth and I moving forward. But that's cool. Gives us an opportunity to possibly have guests on. I don't know. That's true. Uh do some cool stuff. So HMC, or I'm sorry, Kruby's request number seven, <laughs> Ghost Shark 1.75 average Stabby's rating from the horror movie crew. Kruby's request number eight is going to be The Birds. I'm excited about this. I'm actually excited I'm as well. Excited. So that's, oh, the table just raised. I know. Well, if you don't have anything else to say, I'm good. I only have one thing left to say. We're out of here. Bye. Bye, all. show.